our family has grown. Welcome to the world, Hannah baby. Introducing a new collection, Hannah Soft, made with Tencel. It's so breathable, with stretchy comfort for all of baby's first moments. And it's cool and gentle on their skin all year round. Entrusted Hannah quality for your most precious gift. Hannah Soft, made to last. Shop now at hannahanderson.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Farscape 2000 Diami Adichotomi The episode opens to Talon leading Maya slowly into orbit around a brilliant white planet seeing shifts of fire devastated area within Maya wisps of smoke of vapours from hotspots of damage to the finding tissue still drift in air as Zidane stands leaning on charred bits of her home Staring pensively into space, he looks up with Rigel floats on his silver chair, interrupts a reverie, a jovial announcement. Rigel, ah, there you are. We're dividing the spoils from the spodistry. He presents a selection of precious verbals. It was set aside for you to choose from. I understand that. Zan cuts him off without a word by slashing out, grabbing him. He groans loudly in the, the painful grip. Then hissing with fury, she is burnt. She's badly crippled because of our desires. Rigel choking at his words. The things he brought to Zan go tinkling to the floor. Let go. Then she releases him with a little shove and swears. Snails. Snails. Was all this wealth worth it? Rigel angered and pragmatic as ever. Of course not, you blue bitch. As what's done. But what's done is done, Zan. Resentfully, she turns again to Maya's ruined body, just as long as we're wealthy, her. But you're resentful back. Well, I might as well put it to good use. Crisis and Talon have located some kind of surgeon, Haleb species. Reproachful. He's almost, we're almost there. They're choosing one of the two items we want. We're to pay any fee for Maya's remedy. And then about Mount Bash. I'm sorry, Roger, I misjudged you. Rigel, <laughs> beginning of uh, becoming for Korea, Marius shadows, and they both look around for some concern. Cut John quarters with which he continues his short drip to the looming bin. He looks in the mirror and talks to the numerous neutral clone of Scorpius, lives in his head, Scorpius Harvey, who's unlikely video charge. He sees reflected there. Scorpius Harvey, now listen, John, be smart. He's an ancient way for what it is. So screw you. Shares the mirror with his fist. I think he does. The face of Scorpius Harvey is still there. Look at him. Scorpius Harvey. No, John. Not this time. We've reached the end of the old. Beginning of the new. John under his breath. I am in control. Hanny, I am in control of me. He breaks the mirror again. The apparition of the neutral clone still there in the face. Scorpius Harvey. No more, John. John, screw you. He smashes the mirror again. To no effect. 
God is hardly the reverse is more likely. John screams incoherently, matches a fist in the mirror again and again, but each time it shatters and space of Scorpius and Harvey. Remains right there, glaring, staring, implacably out at him. Aaron enters the room, grabbing the frenzy John, drags him away from the mirror, forces him into the chair, which holds him down. Shows him down. Aaron, stop it. Stop it, stop it. John, wavering in psychic energy. Agony. I can't, I can't. Aaron, firmly trying to bring him back to reality, without seeming to understand what the... And in the clone. He's real. There's no one there, John. May so bleed. John, strangling and hysterical. He damaged hands, panic, shaking panic. Scorpius, Scorpius, Scorpius. Aaron, phone me, yes, listen. Put a retreat, no traces to the chip in your head. You know this. You know he's really there. John, frantic through clenched teeth, I see him. I see him, he squirms free of Aaron. When she grabs him, turns to face him. Uh, she just holds up her head to, to her, into her hands, forcing him to look at her. He stares at her, plucking her shoulders and stroking her fair. Fretfully, is trying to make sure she's really there and to focus on what she's saying. Aaron, we will, we'll fight it. Then gently, a tone sick but roaring. Listen to me. It reached a surgical facility. We're going to see if we can remove the chip. John, he stares closely to her face. Long moment, running his hands over her head. But he can't. We can't do it. He leaps away from her and lunges back towards the empty mirror, hissing. I have to smash him. Aaron and frustrated, no Scorpius isn't really there, John. I need you to retreat face reality. This Scorpius Harvey. But of course, for, to John, Clone is right there in the mirror, playing his day and talking to him quite calmly. Dickless, I know, she can't see us, John. John is just there, dully in the mirror, and snorts softly as Aaron's imperative. What's happening to me? Aaron, to her brow, is ferried with despair. The answer is my weary anger. You know what's happening to you. Scorpius put the thrilling chip in your brain. John, calmer but still shaking, Aaron. What do you see in the mirror? What do you see? And her voice is trembling with despair. There's no mirror. There's no Scorpius. Look, John is looking. He sees Scorpius Harvey looking at him. You must confront your fears with strength. John. He stares into the mirror and eyes of unknowing calm. You're right, Aaron. As he speaks, his mouth is full of voices. Most into John's Scorpius hybrid. There's no Scorpius here. His face morphs back into plain old John. It's only me. He smiles. He morphs back to John Scorpius. Again, his mind's eye. Yeah. Later, Maya settled into orbit around the brilliant white planet, planet of ice and snow. Cut to some of the fire, devastated section. Avon, Aaron, Chini, and Diego watch the healer, Tessacon Targot, inspects the damage of Maya. He's a tall, bipedal creature, basically human shape, cresting in coronage. He's a large head with small, wide set eyes. Look out for wide, stellar, red segmented mass, which comes over the top of his head and down the centre of his face to cover his nose and mouth. He's dressed in red leather, tunic sort of garment, red fingers, opera-length gloves, to leave his bulging biceps exposed. Things are tipped in red, long red, claw-like nails. He uses eyepieces, attaches his mask to Zarin Maya. His voice is strongly 
with tiny high pitch and bad eyes, he sighed. Apparent masculinity. Like pilot, he's not but not unlike pilot. He's usually chooses he usually chooses not so the language of pretty mentalist like a bird must be to basic trills and short like not like feather balls. He clattered to his assistant Grunchuk, but who could understand translates to the others. Grunchuk is not the same piece as Tonkot. His flowering humanoid in appearance can be accurately described as a coarse log. He is heavy and unkept, with long, blood, dirty, brown hair. Looks as if he's never met a brush or water only by accident. Face sports a dirty stubble beard. His complex flexion is really bad. He looks like he spits when he talks, and he usually has something to eat in his mouth. And he's a straining accent. It would drive in the dirty, seems to have some sort of criminal control. I have to do his own and makes him seem even more like the common handle of a fine, a high strung horse face ups than an assistant. Grand Chalk, low voice, responded to Chocot's trilling. It was serious. They wouldn't have called us, would they? Now, when you're done, the big picture. Evidently, badly burned the fine presents a challenge of an ingrown turnil to verify talents of those who gone to it. Aaron seemed to have voiced a Dago. I don't like, don't like him, Dago. Murmuring back, he's rumoured to be a bust, one of the best healers in the uncharted territories. Aaron, no, not him. He sees a confederate. Guns sick. Gun, gun choke, overhearing her. He smiles, wet sleekly, revealing a mouthful of mossy teeth. Running smink, touches his ear. Landed here, then drawing attention back to Chilcot. Doc fixed there. Diego, can he say Mario? Gun choke, patronizing surely. Oh, looks good. Blended with affections. Tonic speaks to Grundig. His tiny bubbling voice and dirty blonde translates a doubtful translation 100% accurate. A Togonet seems content to let it mo- be most of the time. He makes up a mixture that has been dissolved through the shared areas and a couple of applications to keep the patient sedated. You're all, you're all fine. Aaron, how much? Granite, chick, chick, chalk. Makes a standard patients talk or to work for. My calculations, that's say, excellent equivalent. They meet and all that. 12,000 kip bars. Tonic lets fly in an alarm squeal. Dago's response is all, trans- all translated and neat as needed. There you go, outrageous. Grantek excuses himself a little, a nervous laugh at Tokot's to- skulls like a small bird at him. Just a cot, he hurries to speak quick, quietly to the tall physician who continues to burn the bubble. Sulking is a contrary voice, 
So meanwhile, Aaron and Diego, Gina, Jenna, quickly conduct a whispered conference of their own. Jenna, I don't know. What do you think, Aaron? Don't think we have any choice. Jenna, we've got to get it fixed. But this is crazy. Grand took a bit of his a bit, a bit of his own has consent consent. The doctor has heard. You think you can run that facility without me? Uh huh? Focus response was a tone of resignation. The gunnick leaves him to come back to all the crew. Aaron Trissy Jana, as he gives sees him coming. He sees says to them his apology whisper. He's always he's always thinks I'm undercharge. He's a greedy bastard. It's a species trait. Now, sorry to have to do this. He says that's 15,000 catchments. There you go. I could buy a whole ship for that. Grand chick with a fair regret. I had let an to die once before he couldn't fall, fix her. Aaron the Dago leave the both his sides. They know they've been gorged. They had no bargaining leverage. They turn away from Grudnik, Grudnik, child, child, and Aaron saying, his surly. Aaron are going to go obsessed by fr- our friends. He leaves me while China's and frowns. Uh, to pull the truck up, they're given a piece of her mind. She only comes up to his chest. He seems rather alarmed by her. Grudnik shows over to them. Jenna to Tocot. If you ever make any her better, don't make her better, we're going to get you. Good trick, child, to go, Jenna. Let me introduce you. There you go, embarrassed, Jenna. She looks back at him. He says wearily, leave him alone. Turns to go back to Jenna. Turns back to the cool, gently cooing to Scott and asks Jenna, why do you wear that mask? Dread trick, drunk. Answer him. For the soft nattering to cut of course. Doctor Dianzerton in interstates dying in disease through insulation. There was a dark but the terror rots red fast, feels large, noiseless nostrils and receives the delicate pocket no fingers into them. Here, very, very sensitive, Tokot sneezes violently and quite admirably at his rude violation of his sciences. I chew. Gunnick closes the mask and flicks off his fingers that could just probe the doctor's open major membranes with. Even a cell of bacteria in your mouthful of air would kill him if not his, 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 if he got it in his nose, his mouth at the same time. Hutters are elsewhere in the Myers burn section. John is wandering blackened, destroyed corridors as if in the days. Rigel comes hunting for him. Rigel, frightened. A word, if I may. John, she's in his new, his evil PK accent. Not now, Rigel. Rigel now works for me. You haven't, you haven't chosen a bubble yet. Vern, Rigel, shut up. Now we see what, which evil PK is today, Rigel. We might as well keep all the bubbles to himself. Lucky's having 
giving him them away, sees only John. The John sees a Scorpius wearing a black coat, slightly identical to the half Syrians. He shoves it down. They're just holding down the half Syrians' throat. Smiles and walks on. He was shaking, coughing. Cut a day good June for thee. As they walk together through a burnt corridor, emerged into a healthy one that passes the central chamber. They're in the middle of father son talk. Dago, if I could take you to him. Two or three questions, see. Don't want you to have him repaired. Dago trying to reason with him. The surgeon, we can't, we have a currency. I'm sure at that. Joffrey, really, father, you're not listening to me. They draw near to the central chamber, ride you with your instinct, or plate, round about John Aaron, getting to, trying to get away from him. All right, Rigel, I'll take care of it. Rigel, that's agreed. Well, he just tried to force his chicken down, down my throat. Aaron is that afraid. What did I just say? He marched out of the room as Dago and Defrey passed by, still deep in the verbal sparrings. Dago, did you see why you won't want your tankers restored? I mean, as I would like to say to him, Geoffrey, only half likes him. He stops and so does Diego. And for many cycles, I didn't even want to be that. Diego, with slow realization, you cut yourself. You mutated your own tankers. Your voice suddenly breaks. He breaks. You hate me that much? Raises one hand sorrowfully to Geoffrey's face. The young man takes it and gently pushes it away. Geoffrey, it's okay. Don't hurt any more, father. Walks away from Dago, who stands staring after him. Shanna enters. Shanna, hey Dago. Dago worrying at her, angry at his kid. Would rather have surgery to take off the rest of his tankers than fix the ones he's chopped off. What? Shanna pulls off sh- up short instead of suddenly. Sorry, Turner. I um baby can't talk and quickly walks away, leaving her nonplussed and staring after him. Cut the soon after burnt area of Moya, Tukot is working in China, Dagas Sedan watched Grunnock Tuck who continues to work there over. She does his on a, looks like a sausage roll, stark in a deadly tone to Grunnick. A moment ago he said seventeen point five. Grunchick chalk. Taking off items of his grubby, fat, grubby fingers, his benches has experience for expenditure. I mean, he's still running. 12,000 is the rate. Stark, I would pay 18, another cut of more. Ah, and a good bog is deceptive. It may be smooth muscle instead of fat. He receives his heart on the front of his tunic, one hand and hoisting the bank, the bank off the floor, he growls. Jumbrick, hate to negotiate this, but I do cut, find cut, it cuts us. Through the red 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 was there and calmly put him down, Green Chalk. Green Chalk, Green Chalk, this is my business. I have to supply. I have the demand. Chums have got chums fitfully. Sweet language, Gruntrick, smells loudly to him, and the doctor makes concern. Sounds like it's all right, doctor. Family all in denial. Don't let them eat them each year above her. Quietly to start. Pay the two thousand before he goes up. Goes up. Dark blue, the checks was his hand and nods at his face. He passes a nod along to the good shelf and he lets sends him down, down without a word. Cut to Moya's neutral clusters where John is seated. 
working as sort of laptop computer blinks and pulses from red, white, black, red, and white, green, traumatic symbols of peacekeepers. Aaron enters, looking for Jim, him, and Clayton. Oh, Clayton says you're reconfiguring. The reconfiguring comes at a single outside his control. John, without looking up from his work, I want to ease up on crisis radio traffic about him knowing about it. I don't still just so. Still just trust him, Aaron, and his fencing with a former commander. Places Taran saved our lives. They say now as John look, look Aaron, if you were worried about that. He whistles and twirls a finger next to his head. He's staying in my head, don't don't he is, he's under house arrest, remember? Well you said he make it makes a fist strength. Aaron firmly, that's great, John. But you need to stop what you're doing. John Aaron, as long as I stay busy, leave me alone. Raises moves over by Aaron. Proving that sometimes a thing leaves me alone. He begins to painfully sound out of tune, ride of the Valkyries at her, then turns away and trails off Aaron gently. Look, when the days have finished in my hand, he's going to take a look at her. You, John, with resignation. It won't help, Aaron, I am. She bows her head, groan truly, rests it against his shoulder, in mind at the point of a word. She raises her head and hopes, looks steadily at the back of his head. It actually brought by this vessel. Hope, John slowly turns the back of her face, her, his eyes eye, moulds once again the fabric of himself. Scorpius, facing her very cuts range in murmurs. John Scorpius, I would be lost for you. And of course, he's little. So he's only the old Crichton that he's always known. Aaron, then you'll never be lost. They move across the forehead together. Stand just like that, John Scorpius. No matter what happens, you've got your way into my heart, Aaron. And now you've changed, show me that you have one. John Scorpius, he cradles his face in his, in his hands. And he remembers, I love you. Aaron whispered as their lips move closer. Love you too. So he makes a kiss. Just as the lips touch, John Scorpius drives head backwards with a vicious, snake-like movement, crashing her skull into a column of neutral conduit. She's rendered instantly unconscious. John Scorpius looks at his sensible face, distorted in his hands, stiffs at her, sniffs at her, while before murmuring sensationally, John Scorpius, mm, you're so my girl. And that he runs his tongue the top of her, top of her nose. Over her forehead. Cut to Maya Tannen in the orbit where an ice planet. They cut to Taran's old command, a crisis of Taran, by having a PK manomatic to mutant telephone chat. Crisis, firm but standing, a little nervous. Now, listen to me, or the sun cannot be blackmailed or enticed. She is to join us. It would be for her, but a nation. Tannen replies, vocal. A cavalry of mooted plonks and beeps, a fain, agreed if you joins freely, we'll tell the truth about the truth. Country response, the more blunt sounds, the change in the subject when he puts on the land speaker. Snowball has just picked up crisis racks in the long. Once right, that's coming through, Baron natters back at him, and eventually sources the signal, playing out a primitive. High-pitched squeal when emulates from Tannen's community and console. Soon after, cut to Maya, pilots taking con by 
Christ thinking, talking, well, Colin Gregor, well, who is Jophy with him? Is look, they look a pair grim to domination. He moves with Moya, brisk pace, hunting for John. There goes the peace signal. Oh, there goes the with grim furry. It has to be in a nocus circuit. Scorpius blotted in his brain. Jeffy, what are we going to do when we find him? Do when we find him? Dago snapping. You're nothing. Too dangerous, Jeffy. Stopping him, he says, we're perfectly dead. Dago, he whirls around to face Jeffy and bellows. Yo. Stopping himself from saying anything else. He strides away, leaving Jeffy to think for a moment and move off in a different direction. Catamoyers of neutral clusters, wherein his offspring sprawled, a blood smudged floor. As John Scorpius sits working, PK laptop, which produces the same sound heard on Tannen. Jophy has nearly been, has been clearly been spending time, his little brief time of Bullmoyer, scoping out his new home, says he always knows the shortcut clusters of the bit, and so beats ego to John. Jophy, stop it, your feet from John. Stop what you're doing, John Scorpius, without even looking up for his work. That's why you're not in any danger, Scorpius. He wants me, Geoffrey. My father says you're in no condition to make that decision. John Scorpius, then you're in no condition to stop me. Geoffrey, falsely, step back. John Scorpius, he looks up wearily, but still doesn't deserve He casts his eyes upon Jeffy. He says in his evil PK voice, Oh my, you really shouldn't have brought a bow, Swifel. And that Jeffy opens his mouth and lashes out long whip like skulls in the same tongue he's inherited from his father. Alas, John Scorpius merely reaches up and catches a fringe, but he can touch him and yanks it, daring Jeffy towards him, wearing the one flowing motion. As he tinkers again, John Scorpius comments himself in a broad tone. I father like sun, but he gloats too soon for Dago's enter the cloisters. Behind him, his nail lashes out of his tongue, neatly snapping. John Scorpius, who slumps over the unconscious. Dago's responding in silence to John's remark hardly. Cut to later as a transport pod. Transport pod needs wire. It makes its way to Jessica Tocot's solitude, meaning surgery facility. It consists of a complex of buildings featuring delicate silvery frameworks that perch upon a slice cliff on the planet. Cut inside where John is brought into Tocot's promising surgery in places is by soft, glowing white panels on the floor walls. A few bits of odd machinery stand against the wall. John is strapped to a table again in the centre of the room. Slightly raised platform also glows like the floor of a disco white. Time the table is standard procedure. Table through and low. Toe cuts besides his head. Touching controls of one small console. Transport parent stand. John Trick is watching and start wearing what looks like a coon fur coat. He's having a worse than usual hair day. Bend over to John, talking to him. Dark, how do you feel? John went very 
like a popsicle, kind of like a spinster end of the universe. Dark, they're going to have to look, have a look at examination. John, be sure he puts the cage eye in glove. They all look at Caracas's answers, but except for John, whose head is restrained by a clear band round his forehead, and he just rolls his eyes. What the hell are you doing here? Place of merger, just of support. Why the others attend to Aaron and James, Josephine? John, is there any permanent damage? Christ is just to the pride, eyeing him carefully. You seem rather lucid. Margaret is lucid. John, don't get close. Too close, I could turn any second. Clark suddenly refits it quite. Everyone's pleased to give whatever it takes to. He's interrupted by a toot who moves towards him, trilling softly. Start that which just stared at him, the tall creature of good, good talk. It's ever more repulsive in the white light of misery. It's a mighty soft glow, golden glow, offers no translation. Tokot makes himself useful by poking Stark aside, one of his long clawed fingers, waving him gently away off the light lit platform that have a hand. Stark lips a little more loud, retreats obediently. The lights in the room immediately dim, replaced by dark green light, reaches up, removes the mask from his face, being a small mouth, a concave face, covered by open stainless church shoes. Face gives a vague impression of the hair's back. Tuck, I thought he couldn't inhale any contaminants. Grunge it and talk. It looks like beetle joints in these lights. You see the green light? It's biological neutralizer. That is, you could pick from the grunge shoe your brother in there. Here, when one touch him, anything, anything, anywhere else, pick your nose, he's dead. Tokot, he speaks to John for a tiny halting, halting a voice, if that is understandable, translated by his crows, limited, but you see, basic, but he's gentle, concerned, he strokes John's head, resumery, no pain, relax. And a brilliant white light envelops John's head, and it fades to normal intensity, the top of his skull, quite transparent. Been removed by some means of feeling the surface brain. It is in a pretty sight. Pinkish white brain tissues covered by a spider's web. A thick black root tendrils and curl and crawl under its surface as they are relied. Crisis stares of well controlled horror. But Grunchick lets out a hearty gust, groan of disgust. Grunch it and it choke. Feeling Kotroya. Tokot shakes his head and rumbles softly in his own language. John, you're going to tell me my health man doesn't cover this right? Tokot speaks his gentle language. It seems to be a tone of regret in his tiny voice. Grunchok, dumbfounded, and once speaking in complex, completely unseen, even touch of pity. Dodder doesn't seem that doesn't often say this, but there's nothing we can do, he can do. The thing is, his head, he can't get it out without killing him. He had no response except for John, who can only now laugh bitterly. Cut to later back of the Moya in the burnt sections. Talk about fussing that Moya burns, and Crostark has cancer of a hose attached. It's spraying its vapour mist at Moya's charred walls. Dago strides assist, following closely by Chien and Fussy. 
Shana, Dago the surgeon, said it's a mummy anesthetic, okay? So don't breathe too much, all right? And Norego stopping the face her. Nights. All right, already. I remember, Dana. Shana, fretful. What's, what's the matter with you? Dago confronted frustration. What's the matter with you? Shana, frustrated. Well, I just tried a, a relationship. Really think I'm not? He tries to stop off to join and start, but stops. And heaving a great sigh, he turns back to her. Listen, Shanna, you have to understand. It's been so long since I've seen my son. Shanna quietly, with an urgency of a woman who fears she's losing someone she cares about. There you go. I know how long it is, but there's no one, no one who has lived this dream to find you as son more than me. Sharp gives a voice, is slurred. The effects of an anesthetic vapour he calls. Why gonna help, Dago? Dago turned his start with snapping. Couldn't you wait a couple of microns start? I was talking to Shanna. The Shanna turns and fades and dim corner. Dago looks back as she's gone. He sighs and turns to start. Start doofully, as if he might kneel over any minute, kill over a minute. Turscott says he's gonna pop down another layer of delirium. Dago calls his breath a thrilling hell. Oh, the first was been, first has been absorbed. There you go, low bitchy tone. Oh, you, oh, and you understand him? Cut back to the ice planet with Aaron and John are standing by a huge, standing in a huge ice tunnel. Metal contains the size of portable toilets. Stand in haphazard rows. Along the walls, each has a little window in it. Aaron stands several places in front of John as he gazes at the scene, stretching infinity before them. John's hands are cuffed in front of him. John, how many bodies did he say were in there? Yeah. And I believe he said three millions. John hesitates. Aaron, did I say I had do anything to piss you off? Me other than craving the sun. Going in the side of your head, and she swings her head around to look at him. He says, John, stammers a little. Do you not remember? Before he could respond, a heavy door, the door hisses, clangs open, Zian and Trudlick, Trudlick enter. There's a small device in one hand. Is he studying? Trudlick, spending news for the patient. I think I found a biological match. John, what? You found a human? Trudlick, reading his head off his device. Well, it's called an infantilcon. Bipedal central spine. Organs eternal, single heart circulation. My head looks up, shrugs, got three specimens. That's the best I could do. The dam with righteous intonation. There are 5,000 different species frozen here. It's abomination. It's abomination against nation. Granic choke. It's not as though it was suffering, though, is it? Aaron was creeped out glance back under down the tunnel. Yeah, I mean, they're already dead anyway, said Anne, grim. No, Aaron, they are still alive. Grand, grand ch- ch- chalk. That is a technicality. John, no, I'm not accepting anyone who's at some, for someone who's alive. Rantic shaking his head and offering his calm explanation. They're all accident victims of the like. Yeah, I mean, we freeze them, microgropped for their death because their parts last longer than we stand without quite outrage. You've erupted the main course of nature. Grand chalk with finality. None of them would have survived the restoration. There's doc's rules for accepting a donor. 
done, and you've got all right free like me. For a nick, well, similar to me. Probably species offshoot from the same stock. Join us off the Aaron. Is that possible? We're somewhere near, we're somewhere near Earth. And quietly with a little shake of head. I don't know. John thinks of the moment. Turns back to Gruntrick. John, I want this chip out. Gruntrick with jolly approval. Blender then. Little honesty. Of course, it, it won't, don't work. It gets to keep your body. Cut back to Moya with Diego and start with finishing up the phone to see for a job. Playing an aesthetic into Moya's burns. They'll be working as well as, uh, as it is in our heroes. Dark while it's only half asleep. Very woozily. This is it, Diego. Diego's perky, stoked slur. I don't feel my tongue. Can't feel my tongue. Dark as he puts down his gear and walks down past Diego like a zombie. Whose fault's that? Diego fell, fell you. Dark ignores him and he floats away. Diego follows, making futile tips of hell in terms of all sensors. Bayonick, there they go, cut to by his den. And instead of working, it's magic on him. I'm moaning. He's having trouble retaining that right position. Jen and Jofi are chatting. They perch on his console. Babysit him, Jofi. You know what my dad wants to do with share of her money? Buy a farm, pilot, to make a little noise, snoring. Sounds of himself it might be Snickers. In response to Jonathan's revelation, they ignore him. They ignore him. Jenna, really? Jeffy, I want to grow pussy fruit and make wine. Don't want to live on a farm. I've been a slave, been chained to mine. He wants to live a quiet life. I want to live loudly. Jenna, not making eye contact with him. But I know what I don't know. I didn't know that. I guess it's going to be just you two. Pilot can be barely get the words out into giggles. You too, Sienna. Sienna smiled at him and wanted to get you. Wait, he wanted to get up. Pilot, you're okay, okay? Pilot, religious jubilee indignation of, to, of the totally stone and a higher life. I'd never been. My vision is fixed. Sienna, trying to calm the wobbling navigator. No, I mean the drug in Noya. She's messing with your brain. That really wasn't reason. You can't reason when you're drunk. He ignores her. Pilot had been using by DRDs. Practice one C secret for anyone could protest. Pilot DRN project the image. Diego right way in front of him. Jane and Jeffy gate the image. Diego speaks earnestly. Diego's China, you know, I have a splendid lot of time. Spend a lot of time, Jeffy, so I was hoping we could all find a tight place and settle down together. I was hoping you could send to be my wife. Sounds this tension of his practice, but according to names, leave Jan in a gate. Jan is shot the whisper. What? Cut the inator to Maya's gentle chamber. Rigel sitting across the table from Grant Talk. Who's eating high bowl of Our family has grown. Welcome to the world, Hannah baby. Introducing a new collection, Hannah Soft, made with Tencel. It's so breathable, with stretchy comfort for all of baby's first moments. And it's cool and gentle on their skin all year round. 
entrusted Hannah quality for your most precious gift. Hannah soft, made to last. Shop now at hannahanderson.com. Our family has grown. Welcome to the world, Hannah baby. Introducing a new collection, Hannah soft, made with Tencel. It's so breathable, with stretchy comfort for all of baby's first moments. And it's cool and gentle on their skin all year round. Entrusted Hannah quality for your most precious gift. Hannah soft, made to last. Shop now at hannahanderson.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's a full coloured type of glucosine. Rigel winces at Aaron enters and says rather rudely, Aaron, what a surprise to find you eating. But it's if it's positive for a moment. So gun stop. How long will it be before the surgeon can operate on the Titan? Gun stop. Gun chalk. Oh, seven, eight arms. He wants to finish supervising medication on your ship. He shovels another spoon load of pink glop in his mouth. He's uh, spindly conscientious. He never looks at Aaron, but it, I mean, it makes her feel content. Vigil chuckles. Aaron, well, you just keep quite strain till you're ready. John, Vigil, good. Everything else? Aaron, what are you up to? Vigil, patronizing. Higher level reasoning, Aaron. His civil fault occurs, I call you. He chuckles. Aaron mixes him a second with a tiny, tight smile. He suggests you deal with him later while turning ahead and leaving. Vigil, as I was saying, you must know your way around. His back wall of the galaxy. He gets a clear gemstone roll with his hand when he's lying on the table. Grandick, he continues to eat. I know who I need to know. What I need to know. And a very small stone. Rigel? Ah, he's seven surgeon. Then Maya won't be able to subtitle it. First for some time. And it's just a coon over passage. He gets a second stone similar to the words rolled out his hand. Grandick, put with his mouth full. You have very excellent choices available. So hands will be required speed, self for strength. Is that ever, ever another very, that's another very small stone. Right, all three. He has discussed the harness of his so harness is bargain. He sends a third stone, join the other two. Grand shulk. That's not impossible. They are very they are very three small stones. Well you grunts and surly. Ross is a ping pong side gem. Go to a bowl of pink poly. A German man fishes it out. Sucks his costume bloop off before spinning out in his hand. And he's pressed, oh, splendid, because it ends lab where John's continued to do So many tangles of galaxy are being strapped to one of his hands. She enters, approaches him. John actually, what is it now? What's happening? Then she dabs his face to put in with the white cloth, retreating one more tear as eggs alone wants you. 
John, great Lizzie, and listen, listen, yes, John. John, odds are you're not going to make it. Say, I am softly positive spirits. Pray to the goddess. John, yes, but reality is to be traced off. John, his angel soul is troubled. John, he stands close to tears. When a chip's not for John me, my thoughts are lucid. You know many things I want to say to my family and friends as Anne listens. Comprehensive heart. Pressure heart zones also to John. Scorpius hybrid then signifies a neutral globe. Talking Suzanne, of course, sees her only friend John fearful death. Because all those faults could only be a way of getting a message back to work, to Earth. Suzanne, you want me to join with you in unity? John Scorpius, I want my dad to know. I just want my dad to know. Today, and she leans over him and does his restraints. As she can, can look directly at his face, he can touch her as he lays her hand either side his head, concentrating me. As the bond of unity forms, she quickly realizes something terribly wrong. Recognizes Bonnie, not with John, the Scorpius clone within him. She gives his terribly pain, revulsion, that seems unable to break away from him. John Scorpius, hello, Deviant. Tenth level, depart, pity. Twelve would have break this bond. Trying to frame a roar, he pushes her violently away. Cut the private room of bold talon, and Maya's walls of bronze and gold. Hit his a metallic, brilliant purple red. Aaron and Crisis are meeting. The two once soldier and commanding officer, then enemies, face each other as redeemed individuals, each struggling to keep to adapt to new circumstances and make their new lives. Christ says, unlike your institutional upbringing, my parents were compassionate, moral, emotional. I value their traits, beginning to emerge in you. Air makes a response, her head bowed in fault. She ponders the new uncertainties in life. Crichton may not survive. Maya may be permanently crippled. The others are contemplating the next move. You're an officer and strategist. Have you not planned yours? And sounds like you have a suggestion. Christ says, ship, this emotional ship needs guidance. Talon has chosen you, Aaron's eyes widen. I agree with his choice. There's much that you can learn. They will surprise you. The momentary interrupts will alarm the crisis. What pen and plonks the skulls? Eyes quite and relaying into us, pilot. Cut the moments later as they enter Tyrant's command. They realise something's very wrong. Aaron, Crichton, why don't they fill an answer? John cut to him in his module. Aaron doesn't come after me. I'm not in. The most John might well his control. Prices quickly responding to ship impulse. You will not fight, shoot him down, Tanon. Stand the PK code. And John is sending sending him before he's squirting in the background again to Scorpius. He's urgently that says urgently Aaron. Crichton. The boat is broadcasting a glacation Scorpius again. He must be stopped. Aaron tracked me. He turns and strides quickly towards the exit, but stops, looks back to, for one moment. Oh, crisis. Turns and look at her. She says she's silly thinking. He heads over to a prowler. Cut to John, possessed by Scorpius, working away with Moya, the turn on his module. Above him is black space, below a brilliant white spaces of white planet 
his goal of only captions or surgery until a real scorpius could come for him. The scene shifts between John Scorpius and the model of Aaron of Twala, the crisis of talent. John Scorpius, yeehaw! Then as a cool, virtual voice, as an electric blow, he hails his master. Say the old bastard. Show the message for Scorpius, call it some secret frequency, request immediate extraction, Curseus immediately. Turn and look and fragment these curses as much as possible by hers and thine. John Scorpius still in the cusp of one of the neutral clones. John Crichton's Scorpius cut briefly Aaron of Prowler. This in his communications, limited right communicabilities due to nature of his craft. Repeat requests immediate extraction. Anne's proudly swings and close pursuit above them behind a tiny module as she hails him. Aaron, you called yourself John Crichton. You're really John. Are you really John anymore? John Scorpius said, ah, little lady, quite suspicious. Has a skull fracture. John ignoring his question, with reverent mocking that it is. Well, I'm not addressing John Crichton. I address the Noka trip in his head. John Scorpius courtly. I just said it's John Call. Aaron Call business like. An armed arm vessel. But he's Scorpius magnet first clearing. Trying to keep the main live. Made the clearing alive. John Scorpius. I intend to see that he does. Aaron. Given no other choices, I will shoot you down. John Scorpius dismisses. Oh, I doubt it. Aaron, make no mistake, John Scorpius confidently. I believe you pull the trigger. I just don't believe you've got to hit anything. That he accelerates and fast great one. Steep died towards the planet's surface. Aaron in hot pursuit. Cut back to Zayan's lab with her bull moya. Laying on the table vacated by John Scorpius. She's fairly agitated. Wavering and crying out stark tensor. Dark gently focus. Purge the faults. Tadan, frailing and reaching, touch his face. He cries near hysteria from him. Brief units his scorpion's neutral clone. No quite as stark is no more. His body now shelters more soporific or evil. Crichton, Crichton's gone. Cut back to Aaron and John Scorpius. And now close to the surface of the icy planet. Their vehicles dip and weave through a forbidding landscape of icy cliffs and spirals. Rise up deep greenish blue carousels. The scene shifts between them. Beat via calm. John Scorpius evolves and banks for the treacherous ice cannons. The breakneck speed. Now this is flying to Aaron. How's the ride back there, hmm? Little bumpy? Aaron, she has a look of fierce concentration of face. Proud shudders and bounces. Have a lot to the results. I'll give you one last chance to stand down. John Scorpius. Marling calmly turbans rattles his module. Ah, the radiant misofficious. So sure and so confident. Void of space. Crichton's trained to fly in the atmosphere. Against gravity. Cut briefly to Aaron. Looking grim. An uncomfortable with vibrating cockpit, a prowler. Welcome to our world, baby. Accelerates and leads her down a narrow ice cannon. One of the rear fringes of the prowler grazes the wall, sending a shower of age debris. The bridge below, Dagger cut briefly to the inmost. Maya's command is listening to what's going on and speaks quite to Aaron. 
But as often said, he would rather die for the Scorpius. You get the opportunity, don't hesitate. And what makes you think I would? There you go, because you have vibrations. Whereas I would. Throwing Scorpius, he rode across his through the narrow, the narrow, darkening ice cannon. The crowd might say, yippee And then he abruptly goes an 83 upright turn, crowds him out of canyon, and caught up by my ears. I just have a watch of peace be deep ice blue. Ice blue ice kind of tunnel. She squirts out of a windscreen with concentration and depthness. Consideration and depthlessness. Horizonless blue shimmer beyond the windshield. Aaron murmuring to herself, Where the fill am I? She's guessing it's the same ice crevice. That's narrowing enough to have ice over the top. She too takes a 90%, 90% upright towards. Up turn, woods turn and burst through the wind layer of ice. Back down the brilliant sunshine, the snowy planet. She looks around a frown, a bow furrowed as she tries to her bearing, get her bearing to see where John Scorpius could have got to. But she doesn't need to look before, because he's waiting, he's waiting for her. No, John Scorpius, lose your dark partner. Now he rolls down and pilots the module within a few yards of prowler. Rise there just above and a little behind her, and she says about the bottom of the module as it creeps and the view over the cockpit of separation. In the position of a hunter, their tone is calm. You don't have enough fuel to last. The scopus gets here. John Scopus on phase depends how close he is, and a various hint of alarm in her tone. All she can do is point, is try to reason with him, and she knows it. Look, John, if you ever in there. Amor, look what you're doing. John Scorpius failed to understand. Said our friend's misery. That much is probably true. He wants Scorpius to find out. He wants the end of his pain. Baron firmly. I oh, know I don't believe that. The model glides in closer on top of him. Prowler, Aaron continues the reasoning. They attempt to intimidate him. Not quite him, Scorpius, wherever you are. Recognized as fair to clear I am a superior combat pilot. John Scorpius presently, dulling uncontested. Aaron, and so you land a craft now, you shall be forced to demonstrate that skill. John Scopus, you shall, you really sh- would kill, would shoot your friend down, wouldn't you? Aaron, you would only answer John Scopus, well then, I will shall comply. Trevely touches the switch, lowering the end gear. Modus will wells, down open, land again stands, crisis his tone, field of foreboding is urging, rises his Aaron, while his son trusts nothing. John Scopus of hushed crisis. She doesn't need you to tell her that. Descending now. He's as he, and descends he does, like a rock. Right on top of Aaron and a prowler. She ducks in his front. Landing wheels crashes through a cavern, cavern, canopy. Both crafts shudder from false. Ramming John Scopus indignantly excuses himself. Terribly sorry. Didn't see you there. Pulls up, he pulls up, revealing his wheel. While she's seriously damaged. From a seriously damaged vehicle. Alarms aboard the prowler are beeping urgently. The ride was bumpy before it pretty near, out of control now. And it immediately falls back to a training of soldier. It makes a distress call by the roar of the window. We're now whipping through a cockpit. I am under attack. I repeat, I'm under attack. They go cut briefly to him. Shiana, Jophie, and Roya, as they listen helplessly. Aaron, Aaron. 
Aaron, the crowd is suddenly violent, shuddering violently. She's trying to retain control. But her face is contorted, restrained, tender green, ejection altitude. John's got to be smiling for mid serenity on the module. I take your counters to make you love the sun. Aaron's calling out over incessant cockpit alarms. All options depleted, requesting positive position track. Where's this cut briefly, passionate man aboard? Talon, faces twisted with agony. The moment as she as hers is. Climb, eject. I am directing now with that. She hits her jet button. The slurf of Prana's canopy blows. Pilot seat rocks up in the pearl blue sky over Prana's planet of Jessicon. Once cleared of the ejected rocket, dips, drops away. Her chair begins to arc downwards to the planet far below. And there's no helmet, she grasps the best. Finally jarred and whipped by the wind. The speed of trajectory against the gravity of the planet. She is held firmly in a chair by thick, Red safety harness, John Scott is chuckling, clapping impatiently. Well done, Mother's son. Are you conscious? Still conscious? Shall even still Aaron's fell you. What's his apparently to take some nose like the distance? Presses a boom and fireball. Controls who's the fall by his eye maintains an upright position. John Scorpius. Oh fireworks. Now you coach police my command, fearful of a terrible descent. The frozen surface of planet Aaron Aaron. At that moment chairs leap skyward again. Retro rockets and fire base fire. Aaron with a little chuckle leaf with a voice. Cause Maya over the roar of open wind. And alright, Diego. Descent breaks all to the united. It's alright. Cuts briefly stark and that very end. Back on Maya. So they hear these news and smiles of relief. Spread over their faces. But John Scorpius breaks. Of a moment, tossing off a nasty little nugget of information. Ion Scorpius, Officer Sun, deference of the part of the Crichton, still cares, I inform you, descent. Not only solid ground, but a frozen lake. Aaron strapped to a chair. Now is slightly moving, slightly slower, more controlled descent. Frankly, leads that leads his way over the edge of a seat to look down. Aaron with new dread. He's right there, you go, crisis. Have a position? Crisis affirmative. There you go, I've got you, Aaron. Can you avoid it? Aaron, in the pilot's chair, vibrates violently. He watches the fast approaching from the surface, the frozen lake, but no one. She tugs at the safety harness for negative. I'll go down where the chair takes me down. Crisis shouting frankly. The jets are wheels broken in ice. I suggest you separate for a touchdown. I repeat, separate for a touchdown. Aaron is breathing unsteadily with fear. She struggles frankly of our harness back on Maya. China Josie Joseph Joseph Josephine stand frozen helpless as they listen to the terrible scene we played out over the combs. Meanwhile back in the module terrible struggle with other sort of being going on between John and neutral clone fighting for control of his body 
was by signifying John Morphin, in and out of John Scorpius, real self suddenly, real John Bavales, who burst out frankly, his voice to temple, and voice is trembling, his lips as he needs to get them out where he has a chance to draw with a despairing cry, Ah, oh, Aaron, Aaron, can you comply? Aaron, and she tears, tears effectually, the thick strap blind her the rapidly descending chair negative. Highnesses are damned. Filling time must damage the phone at Ferguson. John, all right, listen to me. This is John. It's John. Aaron, angry and doubtful. Yeah. Is it really you, John? John, desperate and trying to focus her. Yes, listen. Well, you don't want me to be in that chair when you went sat down. Aaron, with brow frowned. As he continues to worry the, worry the harness. Well, it's hard to release. I don't have to anything to break it. John Aaron, you've got to get out of that damn chair. Aaron, I don't have any choice. John softly is it to himself, sick with fear and willing someone to think of something. Oh, come on, please do something, do something. He swoops her body around close to the ferny chair. But he can, all he can do is watch his steady scent of frozen lake and trapped upon it. Anne's things seem suddenly quiet. She stops struggling the harness and stares at the module. Don't have any options. John glaring alongly, desperately, at the module window, pleading with me to not this be so, baby. You're not going to die like this. You're not going to die like this. Anne tears for her own impending doom. And lips glisten in her eyes. Hope I mean. You mean what you said in a neutral cluster. I did. That she tucks in her arms, a chin in preparation for impact. Pilot chair hits the surface of the frozen lake and instantly crashes through, taking a deep arc, great arc of ice with it. John, no. Or Talon crosses thrown his head back, screams the passionate agony of his him and his ship. On my adega roars, the Aaron's vein, the trophy in China, stand holding each other in terrified embrace. Rigel turns away his hand in his mouth. Back in lake, the chair and Aaron strapped to. Bounds the surface of freezing lake once and very own frails uselessly. Water a second as she cries. Aaron, Crichton, Crichton. Her cry out as the chair pulls down and under. Begins its final ascent to icy water grave. All friends stand in sudden silence. Dark as and the fall. Heads as touching as their souls fly. Heard it for ways and explained existence. A deadly science of the module, Aaron swallows water, and no more air bubbles rise from her lips. John mutters to himself, John, oh God, what have I done? For some time later, the sun shines brightly, brilliantly, without warmth, the snowy planet of Jessicon. Toko Aaron's body was covered, brought to the dim blue tunnels where the great psycho tanks, bearing the means of thousands of clothes of victims to get, and had been laid in one of these, laid on the floor, covered with icy vapour. All friends are gathered to say the final farewell. Blue John stands apart from the others. Cuffs his shackled John Vick. Chocot stand reflectively behind the others. Sedan, she stands ahead of the sea. Aaron's cryo coffin speaks of goddess. Gracious seeds of bosom. All those who pass exist of faith or belief. Most approaches the cry. Crying off him, pauses to look at Aaron for a moment, overwhelmed by the waste of her loss, and returns his place. She holds forever a special place for those who travel this life as a journey. So Anne now steps up, reaches for Anne's right hand, takes it, 
holds her lip to her lips for a long moment before returning to the place next to Josephine. Aaron's son moves surely half his favour. Her life has a series of strides towards enlightenment. Enlightenment, casting off the chains of prejudice and hatred. John looks on a dreaded expression on his face. They releases his scripture blade and comes to Aaron's side. He's beyond violence purgatory. Suddenly, Jacob places a quantra in with Aaron. He rests upon her chest, and the great blade points towards her feet. He takes his hand and lays down round her the haft. She ought to balance the last in peace. She ought to balance the last of peace. Jeffy quietly takes Jenny's hand in his. Her name, the Jacob trudges back, replaced Rigel, moves to the cryocaptain. Rigel looks very old. His grief has aged him. You're more worthy of this. He has a serious reign of Domo over her senior. Measured then in a bald ribbon. He twines it round his hands. Peace, Aaron. At the Maya, pilot sits where he still is consul. His eyes are closing lips, moving in some inaugural grand affection. His own Mazan. He swings a censor back and forth over Aaron's lifeless body. May the goddess receive you with charity. Star commit. Gazan made a goddess sacrifice his spirit. Stuck omit. There you go, something omit. Staring Zanazan, the god of purify his soul. Stark omit. Don't stare at his face, numb and unfocus. Zanazan made a goddess recite your name. Whispers of the wind. Stark omit. China mails a word with him. John barely a whisper, Aaron. Then as Adan finally finishes, he shuffles forward to stand next to Aaron's cryocope, coughing and stares at her a moment before saying, David, give me, give me your knife. David makes no move. Everyone looks dubiously at John. Do you wonder what god-awful thing he might do now? John looks at life in, repeats his quest quietly, but more insistently, give me your knife. David draws his knife and metallic ring and hands it to John. John flips it in his chains. Hands to the point, blade points down towards his wrist. Then he bends low over Aaron, lays his lip and cheek against her forehead. Aaron, forgive me, I love you. And he then kisses her lips in a final lingering gesture. Short snick, as he heard his little something cut, he straightens up, holding a lock of her hand. He looks at the knife of Suzanne and tries to watch him. Pity, he turns the knife to Dagon. He looked down to look back at the dead cot. I'm ready. He's back cut as soon as John is right back on Jagot's table. Pet for surgery. Doctor makes some adjustments to his little console. Bay of factor raise a room. Green, dark green light. Tucker removes his glass and Drenick leans in. John to find a question. Drenick, Drenick, gentle, subsidious. Are you sure you don't want your friends here? John, no. I don't want them here. Tucker offers a soft blobby comment. His own tongue, Grudnik. Doc says, because that thing in your brain, there's no way you're responsible for what happened to Saracen. John whispering, yes, I am. Tug up bubbles and purrs. Grudnik nodding right. After pause, he continues with a serious, gentle tone. After Doc cut the tendrils and hijack your brain, he's going to try and take a normal trip with Grudnikly. But he needs your help. John, what I've got to do. Project B. 
because you're not no template. Your brain pattern in our database. We don't know what bits of brain do what. He said, so when he prays, you tell him. John Wright, where will you be? Burn check, jail. But I'm still on the gentle, tone, and everywhere else. That's where else. Throw it with things like this. May get messy. John eyes in dubiously. Cuts the crisis. He's returned to the channel. And sits talking to the ship. Black gloved hand. He holds a silver PK data chip. Tannen blips to softly him. Because his voice is haughty and steadily. The one who's been crying and trying to stop. His turn. I too have been late to have shown Aaron what we learned from his chip. I think I would have made her the happiest soul among us. Captain Moyer was there at the end. Sits in the toilet, leaning across to him. Stroking his cheek. Sits as his eyes shut, exhausted with the pain of grief for the recent days. Dark watches from them, from the catwalk. Dark elsewhere. Everyone is pale. Preparing to move on. Fidan, I know. Pilot opens his amber, big amber eyes. Lots of about words exploring. Tragedy after the hell's flight. Dark, what are you doing to Zan? Stark, what are you going to do to Zan? Zan, my concern is Maya. And Pilot. Dark, if you're in agreement, be honour, I pleasure to share the future with you. Regards to pleasure and demurely, bows ahead in consent. Cut back the turret on John. The docks have pulled one of the black ugly chuckles out of John's head. Submits it to see which part of its brain is attached. He speaks haughtily in his high female voice. Uses simple words. So God, that is that what? John gets a blinding series of flashing memory flashes of aliens he met. Lunatics of Kivana, Adelic Selene, the Nimra, and others. John Critters. More closer gathers. To the can acknowledges and touches further among the tentacle. Chuckle and this gets first to the US Capitol. Nixon denying being cook of the North. Taking oath, Jackie Jackson, Maya Nexky to name a few. John Ugly, Mayor, American politics, Nixon, Clinton. Lose it, Devil Sevens of Tentacle. An ugly web covering John Tain and rectifies a little, tracks a little. Chuckle moves to turn to another one. John, Chuckle here. Face a dozen happily drooling canines, romp and night lightning, one on the eyes, and leave a bark like his ears. John, all my dogs. Take up necessary. John, sigh, no, but keep it if you can. Cut to outside the operating room. John, Cork, Chalk, and Rigel talking. Can I drop the intervals? Gets one blue cold wall and says in subdued tone, Gunchalk, the ship you wanted, be on its way shortly. Why do you think even them look happy? Even them look happy. Gunchalk, service paid, service rendered. I guess rendered all for the chuckle, but he's less. And no human trails off, he looks away. To better. Why do yes, but that's life. Gunchalk, standing on convinced here. He leaves Rigel, who looks after him for only. Cut back to John Tucker. Clean as a sore way, tentacles one by one. Took up this set, and shun. There is a daring flood, John's brain. In battle, tender moments, John's eyes. They open, tentacles, and notes of action, nods. Keep this, John eyes, closed slowly. Totally closed. Cut to Zayana, Jofi, talking to Santa Chamber at Bolmoyer. Jofi, too bad you don't get to spend much time together. Zayana, tall, stands visible in a chick. Yeah. Jofi, my whole relationship, life. 
never wanted to stay in one place longer to build any kind of relationship. Sharing a rips but only a little. I always stayed too long. They both laugh a little. They lean in close to each other slowly, hesitantly, each wanting the other, showing his part, lip parts. Jeffrey tilts his head. They both the folding lips meet. Voice Diego looking for Diego interrupts them. Harry pull away from each other. Diego Jeffrey, binding them, pulls in the doorway. Let's get stay close. Once we find out what about John, we about we should discuss our future. Jeffrey tensely staring Diego. Diego less than happy look at his face. Sure, Dad. Trainer, there was a pause, she rips his ear. Cut the back of John and took her. Doctor has found something interesting. Tracked to one of Scorpius' hellish tentacles. Image of the wormhole. Brought him here. Flashed before John's eyes. John, whoa, wormhole. That's it. That's got a good job for you. John laughs with pleasure. I should desist John grimly. No friendly way. As well enough. Well, I elsewhere. Company's arrived. Took up fiercely. Good trip. Doesn't seem to want to greet him, them. He's running down nicely cold as fast as he can. Peeking was hotly trail. Back in his surgery, took out his reach a particular delicate phase. Well, he pulls out a long, nasty ticket which simulates John. Gets the no flash flash memory flashes. But his currently moment for took out quickly releases a pressure exerting. John Law more, what the fell was that? Cut back to Pankey Court Squad. He rushed in the ice chamber, where Desicon's specimens were stored. He abruptly halted the leader who managed to survive the horrific collapse and showed his very turns on him and barks smugly. Baraka returned to Marauder. In full Scorpius, who is successfully maintained, a zero presence preferred. Now the squad retreats, leaving Baraka alone there. Cut back to John and Tokot. Tokot, sorry, but speech close to neutral plot. John slowly, showing real fear. First time he's procedure. You're going to take my memories. I'm going to talk gibberish. Why don't you just take my Joe, Joe, while you're at it? Don't attempt the guy with the clippers, John. Tokot, remove the clip chip and attempt replace you normal. John, what the hell? No one I really wanted to talk to. Tokot's finished eyes is beyond human expression. They swear he looks almost was through. He picks a huge, wicked looking tool. Looks like a sort of quick wrench. Begins to spin and whine as he aims at where it's end. As if John's pinkish grey matter, it's fortunate John doesn't see this thing. Not much worth remembering. Take the damn thing out. The eyelids flutter madly. Tugot goes in. John and Tugot drops a nasty little t- tangled black trundle knotted around a chunk of pinkish grey. Brain matter into a jar. And I shall go. Bianca returned to Mulder and formed Scorpius to safely maintain on zero present. Presence profile nailed. Squad retreats. In Baker alone then. Cut back to John Tukot. Tukot, sorry, but speech close to a neutral plant. John Ferry showing real fear for the first time during his procedure. You're going to make take my memories? I'm going to talk gibberish. Why don't you just take my mojo while you're at it? Don't take the guy with the clipper, John. John, remove chip and re- attempt replace you normal. John, what the hell? There's no one I really want to talk to. Took his bizarre face beyond human expression. It's where he almost filled as he picks up a huge, wicked looking tool. Looks like a socket wrench. Begins to spin while he aims a business end. John's pinkish rain mantle. It's fortunate. John can't see this thing. Not much worth remembering. Take the damn thing out. Side is flutter madly. Tuckot goes in. Shortly after, 
Five dots of nasty looking tangled black tentacle knotted round a chunk of pinkish blue brain. Out of the jar, John Gates loudly congratulates the good doctor, he says. Yabba dabba nil shawba bada lana. John, who seems, who knows, seems, seems to actually understand the points, mess her jar and says, I removed and restore you. John laughs triumphantly. Even his laughter seems to current. Cut to the anchor, placing in the tide tunnel. Where the collier capsules contain chocolate sessions of cat. He pulls a brief at Aaron. Like the others, he now stands upright. Her face is visible. The window is the lid. Pulls his way. Another one, the two fussed, but over the sea. The inside him moves on. Spots the bun lying on the ground outside. Another cat smiles. And he got very clever, Godric. Looks out by the window. Cuts the door, and sure enough, Godric's inside. His hand, her face hiding. Cuts it back to John Tucker. Tucker accomplished torpor chip removal. Now a place bang. Alas, one right moment. Just outside a similar pair of black leather clothed legs, long spangled tails, flapping their hiles. You see its scorpions humming a star spangled banner. He enters surgery, but no much enough, you took it to like, oh. Gob is warming the doctor. Hello, doctor. So good to see you again. John spools a stained with and so does Tucker as he quickly dons his protective mask. Gobbis seems to be able to understand Tucker's non thrilling. No, not quite the contrary. Really? My I am? The others took a serious hand down off the operating platform. Doctor feels anxiously, makes close the door. Cooling apparatus is just factual the day you installed it. Eternal thanks. Tucker reaches for the door, the school makes his hand, and gently prevents John watches the serene in slight horror. Oh, I'm sorry, so disturb you. Serenity for your theatre, but Chinny snatches the mask of Tucker's face. Doctor grasps and cries out deliberately. No longer service a purpose. Then turns the Tucker's face and blows his open nostril cavities. Tucker continues to make that part what passes of eyes green, turning with a light voice. He slowly collapses the floor, lays his head resting flame to the surgical platform. Appears to be dead by a dying. Barnary sensitivity healed. Every tosses Tucker's mask away carelessly but oneself. Tobias draws around at John, who speaks to him intelligible, but fear and hate feel gibberish. Quite as well, quite so far. Well, quite so much to say. John makes a quite some quite furious gagging sounds, yet quite little capacity. I've seen brain picks up a jar containing snow, black tendril. John's brain. John lays there. His brain is pro terrified, unable to express himself. In whatever but saliva laced blood rings, I have the well more technology I'm waiting to patient for. Makes more sense. John grits his teeth together, creates out a short, particularly expressive bit of suck, a brittle. And it says, Scorpio's eyes him as offended. Don't need translate a micro for that one, do I? The, the long pause stands next to Tricot's place. Over John's naked brain, John tries to keep an eye on him. Looks worried, Scorpio pays in the low voice. Cost me much, I do not stuff in the point well. Sits a container from the brain tentle in between John's eyes. Commend you, John Triton, to live for you first for an unfilled vengeance. We'll assume you. John lives, lips move, and nothing comes out. Scorpius comes around and stands in front of him one more time, so quiet, denying the contents of jar triumphantly. Goodbye, Scorpius leaves. John opens his mouth, screams, but only with rage, defeat and fertility. But the knowledge that he's truly been censored for an endable kill. Our family has grown. 
Welcome to the world, Hannah baby. Introducing a new collection, Hannah Soft, made with Tencel. It's so breathable, with stretchy comfort for all of baby's first moments. And it's cool and gentle on their skin all year round. Entrusted Hannah quality for your most precious gift. Hannah Soft, made to last. Shop now at hannahanderson.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.